Welcome to the New York City Marathon. The race will begin shortly. Don't forget to tie your sneakers and have a good run. All right. Straight for another kilometer and then turn right. It'll be easy. Just go straight and then turn right. All nice and simple. Just keep your eyes on the signs, follow them, and you'll be fine. Fine. Super fine. The other street will be blocked off. You can't get this wrong. Of course, it would be easier if I weren't alone. You know that feeling when you arrive early at a meeting and nobody is there and you start thinking that, well, maybe you have the wrong place or the wrong time. Maybe you messed up with the calendar and now you're late and everybody has already left and didn't care to warn you. Yeah, pretty stressful, right? Okay, keep focused. There has to be a giant arrow saying, turn here or some friendly volunteers all in yellow, like those NPGs in video games. Any moment now. I mean, I know time slows down when you're tired, and believe me, this is super tiring, but how long can a kilometer be? After run another ten? Alright, alright. The longer you go on, the longer the road becomes, but this is ridiculous. Unless... No, ugh, no, no, no. No, don't jump to conclusions. You just haven't run far enough yet. Misperceptions, that kind of stuff. It's just... It's really lonely here. Not even a single person cheering. I'm... I'm alone. Actually, actually, I have no idea if I was too fast or too slow. I check my watch, and I frown. See, if the watch is right, either I am running the slowest kilometer ever, or... Worse, I've long passed that threshold... And yes, people, I didn't turn right. Meaning just one thing. I'm lost. Again. I look back over my shoulder, searching for some familiar buildings, but who am I kidding? I'm so in my head and feet right now, aliens could come and I'd barely notice. I'm Alice in Runnerland, and like Alice, I'm as lost as ever. Maybe I should turn around and go back. It'll take time, way too much time, but it's always better than quitting. Again, I turn back and then I go right or left. Ugh, what is it? Damn, why must directions be so confusing? My legs are getting tired, my mind is dizzy, and that's when I trip. When I finish falling, I'm in a field of what looks like wheat, if wheat was crimson red, and as high as corn. I brush off my shorts, try to scramble back to my feet, not with much success, and that's when someone approaches. And if I was still having any doubts or hopes that for once things would be different, they destroy them all. Hang on a sec. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry to have ruined your crops. Ah, uh, what was the spell? Universalis lingua franca. What the hell were you thinking? I look up and notice a big tree just shadowing above my head. Oh, they must think I fell from there. I look them in the... 
Well, I, singular, right where the mouth should be. I, uh, I lost my grip. First rule of lying. Keep it as simple as possible. You could have killed yourself. I'm good at climbing, usually. Sorry, I didn't mean to bother you. As I speak, I finally manage to stand up, jumping from foot to foot. Another ten kilometers to run. Anyway, thank you. Sorry about the wheat. I, I have to go. I sprint away right from under their nose, before they catch up and notice that, well, I'm not exactly from around here. The masking spell is something I haven't managed yet. My legs are screaming at me. What's left of my breakfast claws its way up to my throat. I ignore all of it. Only when the stranger is a distant dot, I slow my pace, breathing deep. It's fine. I'm fine. My legs are still with me, and if I think hard enough, the pain will subside to a part of my brain where I can pretend it doesn't exist. This time, I'm lucky. Ten kilometers are long, but I've had worse. Also, the landscape is nice. Fields and fields of blood-red wheat. I wonder if it tastes the same. Maybe it's as sweet as honey. How would I know? I stretch out a hand, brush against the spikes, let them tickle my skin. I giggle like a child. I wouldn't do that if I were you. What? I jump in place, heart in my throat, and trust me, it's not nice. What? Shouldn't I do? Mr. Stranger comes up on my left, riding what appears to be the result of badly mixing an ostrich and a crocodile. Touching the wheat. Why? Is it poisonous? No, but the old oigif hate trespassing. I am not trespassing. And thieves. Neither am I a thief. Tell them about it. My mind fills with questions, but if I say more than ten words, I may die, so I stick with the most pressing. Are you following me? I thought you might need a guide. Or some company. Charming. The word sticks in my mouth. My lips are dry, my throat burns. I would ask for some water, but I can't make a sound. I hope the gesture to signify drinking is universal. Turns out, it is. The canteen is pleasantly fresh in this summer heat, the liquid bittersweet like a dark orange. Right now, I love it. I have to use all my self-control not to chug it all down. Thanks. Some juice drips down my chin and onto my shirt. I don't care. I'm already a mess. Where are you running? Home. Like I said, simple lies. If they're half-truths, even better. It takes me a moment too long to realize I can't possibly go home because it's obvious I'm not from here. I pray this is a world where magic and portals and all that jazz is common knowledge. Or to just hit that ten kilometers and pop out of this universe. Instead... You are pretty far from home indeed. I was surprised to see one of yours this side of the mountain. Instead, turns out the two eyes, one nose, one mouth is a pretty common design. Boring, but I guess practical. I got lost. A part of me is dying to know more about this world. What's with this entire one eye versus two eye thing? What's with the wheat? What's beyond the mountains? 
but asking would expose me as a stranger even more than I already am. Not worth the risk. I check my watch out of habit. It never works when I'm in another dimension. Analog watches do, but today I forgot mine in the hotel room. Five kilometers more? Maybe three? Then I'll be gone. An illusion under the summer heat. Sweat beads my brow. I brush it away before it drips in my eyes. I'm police. Jan. Another lie. When you deal with what I deal with, your name is the last thing you want to give away. Today, I'm a Jan. A month ago, I was a Shay for an endless freezing hour. Next time... Honestly, I am not looking forward to a next time. Besides, I spent most of my money on this trip and the hotel... I'll stay quiet for a while. I look again over my shoulder, the tree no longer visible at the horizon. By the sides of the road, red wheat has melted into ivory sunflowers. Where's the nearest village? About 50 kvist. Nope, not helping. I shake my head, and in case you were wondering, the translation spell doesn't work on measurements. I could give you a lift. They scratch their ride behind the ears. The proposal is extremely tempting. The juice sloshes in my stomach, and I feel like I have a knife embedded just above my right knee. A drop of sweat falls in my eye blindingly. Thanks, but I can't accept. I slow down to a quick walk. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. I see. They've told me about your folks' pride. If only it was just pride. How many quists have we done from your fields? About ten. I look back again in an attempt to guess the distance. But I'm bad at math. Three kilometers? At least three. No, it was five ten minutes ago. Otherwise, I would be stuck in place. Can you... Can you tell me a story? A long one? No time for shame. I really need something to distract me from being only halfway. Besides, people are more willing to share than you might normally expect. A story? Yeah. Tell me about your pet. Oh, Ert? We've been together since I was five. Okay, right, so we were about the See, same height. See, it just takes a little push, met. just a bit of and consideration, and people are all too willing to open up. Puija's voice warms, softens while they narrate. Sometimes they coo into Erg's ears. I listen with one ear, the other on the rhythm my feet make against the road. They tell me about when Erg was just an egg. They tell me about the first time they went to the nearest town alone together. I asked for a long story, and they delivered. We arrive at a crossroad, which I can only interpret as a sign. I nod toward Pelige, wave my hand goodbye, and if I have offended their family, they'll survive. And I sprint down the road. Don't think about what's left. Just run. My feet eat the street. I'm tired. I'm in need of a shower. I need an icy tea and a bath bomb. I close my eyes, and the air crackles around me. When I open them, it's cold. There's concrete. Solid, smelly, lovely concrete under my cheek. I look around, and the finish line is right before me. Just a few meters more. Do 
The 195 is written and directed by Gwendolina Trilli, with additional script editing by Chris D and Kelly Show, intro music by Ray Vargas, podcast logo by CJ Ardison, and sound editing by Amanda Rainey. The runner is played by Justin Maturay. This episode also featured Ray Vargas as Polish. A special thanks to Glaucia Oliveira for their enthusiasm and continuous support. If you like this podcast, please like, review and subscribe. And if you wish to support us, we have a Patreon and a coffee. Your help is key to continue improving. Do you want to talk? Do you have questions? Visit us at 195podcast.tumblr.com or you can write us an email at 195podcast.gmail.com. In both cases, 195 is in figures, 195. Thank you for listening, and remember, it's just one step after the other. And now, a curiosity. The word marathon comes from ancient Greek, and it was a place, a plane, that was the lure of an important battle between Greeks and Persians. <laughs>